they no. tell we're we're learning you know like he's making his peace with them and it's a hard talk and the script really hits the nail over the head here a little too hard but we're wrapping up look how montclair oh my dad almost bought that house he always when we drove by i could have got that house for five dollars great front <laughs> driveway this that circular driveway yeah. No one ever used that driveway, by the way. Right, and that front that... entrance was always closed. Oh, that's probably why. Yeah. Extras, yeah, see anybody you know? Uh, let's see. I feel like I might be in that no. scene, too. I was a ham. Do you know? Where's let's the see if bully? Which boy? You boy number 68? <laughs> <laughs> you recognize this guy? Oh, yeah, this guy, definitely. The girl who was talking all happy references prom date. That could have been me. That could have been any any uh buddy from our school. Come on, make a cameo, uh, yes. somebody. Wow. I don't recognize yeah, that. Wait, all these people are gay. Is that what they're trying to say? All yeah, people? I think. What if I'm gay? Uh Adam, what do you think of your movie? You know, I thought it was great. You know, a lot of people would say that I, I was hardly in it. And uh they would be accurate but i think i made my point and uh <laughs> in the sequel you know netflix is going to do a, a whole series sequel to this <laughs> and adam i'm really <laughs> glad that you insisted to the director that you needed to take that 54th take because you guys <laughs> on that one that you really had the right mojo on it after 53 i was like can we just do one for me you know like yeah. <laughs> and that was the one right that was the one that was the one they used. That was the one they used. Never know. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll, we'll do one more take. Listen, co-star co Seth Rogen, will you stop with the ad libs And action. <laughs> Carl, what do you think of this movie? Okay. I enjoyed it. You know, I mean, it was an important message of the day, but it was mostly cool to be in Montclair again. Walking the, the yeah. high school, walking the city. Now, Paul, you are not from Montclair. What did you think of the movie tonight? I felt like I could have been there. It was it was all of our high schools in the eighties, right? Mm -hmm. um, you mentioned the yeah. locker, man. I, I I definitely was stuffed in a few lockers like that until I became <laughs> six foot. Um, and so, yeah, no, I remember it. Um, it definitely remember even like the 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 library scenes. Um, you know, you could I could have been right there in Montclair with you guys, and you had asked. Mike at one point, oh, that's the part upstairs, that's the library upstairs. Yeah, our library had two floors also, and they, and, and they told me there was just more books up there, so I said, no, nah, I'm good. So I just <laughs> down on the Never first. explored. <laughs> yeah, so I was good with the first floor. Um, so, yeah, no, it, it reminded me of high school. Bubble Yum and... Uh, right. And and like you had said, what was it? Uh, members only jackets and Vans tennis shoes. What about you, Mike? Yeah. Oh, I think it's excellent. I mean, come on, it's uh, it it has a very heavy handed, but you know, a lot of kids who are gay have an opportunity to see a kid who's gay and and hear the coach say it's all right. And uh, I'm sure that the video of that special was played at nauseum and at centers and stuff like yeah. that. I like it. It's good. You know, it has a little more weight. Uh, than the uh, Battle of the Bullies. Right. The more serious subject. Yeah. And a lot more Montclair. And plus, it starts off with the Bellevue Movie Theater. And right. Uh, except for that erroneous, like, come on, who who's supposed to believe that you turn down that alley and you don't go to uh, uh, Charlie Brown? <laughs> right. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, absurd. Uh, that's very cool. Um, so, you guys, thank you so much for being part of this. Paul and Adam, where can people find you? What, how, how can they learn more about you? What, what projects do you got for them? Paul, why don't you go first? We'll start. All right, I appreciate it. Every Sunday, you can catch me on mutinyradio.fm on the edge of insanity from 12 to 2 uh, PST. Um, you can also check out everything I do. I'm a stand-up comedian, writer, and all that good stuff. You can check out my website at paulbrumbob.com. Like Mike said, a podcast called Proudly Resents with the Popping Peas. And uh, it's great. If you like uh, cult films and hearing weird stories of weird films, definitely check it out. Um, there's over 200 episodes. So if you want to write me, I'll tell you which ones are good. Uh, nice. Reach at Mac.com. And uh, Twitter is 
at Prolu. It was at Reach right. Adam, Reach Adam at Mac.com. Right. Sorry. Gotcha. Go. Not reach go. around Adam. No. That's, not that's reach around movie. Adam. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it was. What if I'm gay? Yeah, so okay. that was one of my jokes. Was uh, in high school. Um, <laughs> was people would say, "What are you gay?" And I was like, "Yeah." And they go, "Oh, <laughs> like, this is such a weird, such a weird insult." What are you gay? I am. Oh, that makes sense. Then I understand why you did that. <laughs> I know where you're coming from. <laughs> uh, all right, well, ladies and gentlemen, that has been our show. Uh, and uh, check us out, LWFLMYT, uh, and uh, I don't know. Do whatever you gotta do. Who cares? Thanks a lot. Later. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman.
man, be the man, know the man. Look at the man, fit the man, be the man, you're the man. Be the man, go the man, see the man, know the man. Look at the man, fit the man, be the man, you're the man. Be the man, go the man, see the man, know the man. Look at the man, fit the man, be the man, you're the man. Be the man, go the man, see the man, know the man. the free will question, because I choose to write about it, see? The collection of regression is the path of my prior choice, and its continuation is my talent, to my belief which is sufficient, for enjoyment, and that is the nature of the universe. To enjoy is purely the functioning of a returning and totality of a system to carry on in perpetuity, as one would like as it is to be enjoyed. Backspace are marvelous as an adjunct to a concept which doesn't function and a slight correction is within our powers in the near term, and near is what we have at our disposal, to use that term, which is literally in this case, how we transition a set into another set, using perhaps some of the numbers, signed in their maths, for the functioning of further functions, and as numbers are applied within those functions.
The other numbers naturally retain until they are further disposed into other functions. And this carries on, with a conceptual idea that there are always a sufficiency in numbers to proceed in our cycles, and those are for the mind, its ability to take what I just learned as reference to this case, the Markov blanket, which is a warm cuddly covering over a distinct collection, taking care of it, and providing its own body for the set of these numbers. If we were to go back, we may imagine exposing this blanket to the elements of prior bypasses of numbering thus reassigning a similar yet different blanket of numbering, whose reference is now a combination of events as recalled with concurrency of consciousness, and near coupled with the success of our warm blanket prior, we may be inclined to further enjoy the victory, which ought not to diminish, for the time our brains permit an enjoyment without a furthering of development, and this is also within Markov. And so, the free will question comes up at times like these, as evident and the precursor to that thinking is not immediately evident, but I will and will explain the happenstance of the oncoming and forthcoming spark ability, which is a dull drum of free association, and my own, perhaps. Questioning as to what is free in association, well the return as in free energy as described by Carl Finston, check, describes both Markov and Auer, how did he phrases it? Well I'd have to look it up, and I will in a second. But we already described how numbers are exchanged and so this should suffice, and you needed worry about me looking it up, and you can provide a time to do so, if that is your desire. But back to free association, and the thinking that surroundings of everything observed for, by and about, coupled with perhaps randomized memory recall, is our natural response to perhaps a question we didn't hear precisely, as inaudibly and that these conversations going on are part of their own numbered set and functioning, and perhaps by participating in the numbering without a pure attentive consciousness, as consciousness goes, our lackadaisical free thinking may offhandedly participate in the numbering, when it doesn't offend or affect our concurrency, and even if it does, and you wind up shouting something from the creases of your own brain, well, that is your personal reaction and your behavior of how you deal with information and your runtime state of whatever you are about at that moment. Sounds a bit obtuse, and it is, for the mere fact that you don't have to respond solely for yourself in all events, that is the benefit towards yourself. This brings us to focus, but more specifically at this time, our reasoning to write, which is to operate the functions which function towards enjoyment and numbers as a side gig, with focus to apply them to working systems. Satisfied as that, for moments, and further moments at a time, until the function is heavy enough to plot, as observed, or simply proceeds in its imaginary non-imagined though accurate by imagination. Graph. It's pointless, ha, to imagine the graph because you're not purely aware of the numbers which will be presented, further allowing you to trigger available functioning systems. So this is fun, isn't it? The crux of course is how free will affects others, and this is how we have it, because it does affect others, and our combined freedoms allow us to provide for ourselves and others, as our natural abilities and proclivities proclaim for our justification of our own freedoms, as observed in our continued abilities to be free. Even shackled with an itch on your nose that you wish to scratch, is a scenario where you could think about butterflies, as I did for a moment to distract perhaps the ish, and thus avoid the inevitable ongoing one to scratch. Scratch. See I scratch my arm because it was a preset trigger, but if I knew then what I know about itches now, I would perhaps find a better solution. Even that thought may incline you to itch a bit, as the bits of communication on your body chatter about what the hell you're talking to it about, and collectively decide to move to the right or up and about and poke particularly on the organ which is your skin, and beneath where soft tissue and organs may in similar fashion, have gotten some electrics and spin to question and unbalance for a shift? The question now comes to completeness, that is when will this document of recollection and processed formery be finished, and that is to be determined by the body I wish to write, and if I wish to continue on the free will theme, or if I wish now to break into a story, or what precisely I will do after this completeness and how does that progress in the cycles I am both perhaps used to, as not a specific action, but functionally within the near space is available for me to process the spatial numbering which is the all the time. And so, my recall is about, 
and the word is missing, but it's needles on the skin. And specifically my memory is the ear, and the reason I mention this is because its completeness is when it's no longer comfortable, and in fact obtrusive. And so you might have a memory of how long that is, or you may remember the sensation, and you may do a combination of these, and even imagine a discomfort, and that is actual, and that is still completeness, and you may further decide the effects were ineffectual to your desire. Acupuncture is the word, and it's no longer needed, but there it is, written down. Combined with this concurrency of various discomfort, I realize further motion will be required to complete this work, as well as become comfortable, and I do want you to leave with a warm feeling about the presented material facts, and these are part of them, and so I share that and preclude to provide what I believe will be needed in the future, while perhaps ignoring the immediacy I so often talk about, which, indicates that while functioning in physics, this may introduce a behavior in yourself, which I am indicating, which is to listen to this podcast until completion, and perhaps now you are expecting the completion, and the ish has begun, and more specifically, said to regain your focus, the time at which you hear this messaging is the time our systems have then formed a mantle, with my words, and hence as carefully as I chose, and your time in and about your own functioning brain and etc. That mantle provides for me, my future, our future, choices as in free, as in free energy and thus will footnote this in brief to the Wired article I read just this morning, about the explorations of Carl Friston, and the direct quote of preponderance, free energy is the difference between the states you expect to be in and the states your sensors tell you that you are in. When you sense you are within something, you are, and the difference, is your, the natural you, allows to proceed to the result which, in expectation, is the precursor to other eventfulness in these functions, or blankets as both Markov and Friston utilize. This explains it to me, and it's a novel use to utilize the remainder towards the benefit of something which already exists, expectation, hence the free nature of this economy, as everything is utilized while motion proceeds. Good. Done. This has been and is still, in motionary and ongoing in spatial cosmistry, a bit from the left off-center city by and about the Bay, San Francisco, Oakland, Berkeley, to name a few which are on my mind this November the 10th, in our year of the hindsight, 2020, AccuQCE3W. First Wednesday, live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties, the food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long, with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket, March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.acientosf.com. Some tickets cheap, get there and it did not go well. So it wasn't the fault of the place. El Rio began her life in 1978 as a leather Brazilian gay bar. We are an LGBTQ plus space where it's welcoming to all good people actively We actively invest in our local arts and music scene to give space for artists. We actively pursue underserved communities in the use of our space. We are an awesome supporter of the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, hosting an incredible offside show. Wednesday, March 4th, 9 to 11 p.m., with LGBTQ plus and allied comics. So come out to 3158 Fisher Street at Cesar Chavez, San Francisco. It's open every day at 2 p.m. with an incredible back patio. El Rio is your dive. Here with a very special podcast. We're just seeing.
favorite kid in music. You know what time it is. Time for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 Special Edition. Special, special edition here. Oh, there are some who call me Tim. Didn't time it right. There it is. There are some who call me Tim. The show where we talk about what people believe in, what keeps them from killing themselves. Just kidding. No, what what keeps people alive and their belief systems where they came from and all that kind of stuff. Coming out of Monty Python and the Holy Grail, searching for the Holy Grail, they come across sorcerer. There are some who call me. Tim. Tim. Oh, I love that. Meaning of life, constant. Wonderful. And here we are today with Reality. Hello. Out of Portland, Oregon. Hello. I heard you in here talking to yourself. Yeah. I was, I was taking artistic pictures of your of your entrance to Mutiny Radio oh. for posting on Instagram later. Oh. Support, yes, support, please. The support. Hashtag MCRF5 Mutant Radio Comedy Fest. Absolutely. I don't understand any of the platforms, but I know that they're there. <laughs> they mean they, something. They, there's a belief system there, and I, uh, I should believe in it. Yep. So usually I have people turn around and okay. look deep into the eyes of Sparkle Jesus, <laughs> and I ask you, do you believe in Jesus? I do not. He never lived. He never walked the earth. He isn't the son of God. No. All just a big old story. All just a big old story. Just one of many. Made up by humans for their purposes and needs to find a way not to kill themselves every day. Ah, so you don't subscribe to this external morality kind of thing? No. How do you not kill people every day if no one tells you what's right and wrong? I have no desire to kill people. I kill as much as I like every day. Yeah. Yep. All right. I say I think uh, Penn Teller, Penn and Teller, um, Penn of Penn and Teller. No. Yes, the tall one, the Uh tall one that uh talks. I think that's Penn is the one who says that uh, somebody had asked him like if he doesn't believe in a god, then how does he not keep from raping? And he's like, I rape as much as I want to every day. (laughs) That's yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Aaron Atkins just joining us. Uh oh. Aaron Atkins, here we are, and some call me Tim. No, the other, this, do this one. Oh, you gotta, this is a better He knows he's been here before. Uh, Aaron Atkins, look deep deep into the eyes of Sparkle Jesus behind you. Do you believe in Jesus? Not as a deity, but as a person, yeah. So he did walk the earth. April says no walking the earth, never existed. Nah. Not a real guy. I do believe that too. I'm just giving him the benefit of the doubt that he was at least real, but definitely not magical. It's just, it's the human need to be tribal, and it's easier to keep, I think, people kind of in line with things, give them something to work towards, and explain mysteries of life kind of all in one convenient package. Jesus is a nice convenient package. Yeah, it's the current one, and it seems to be losing hold. You know, (laughs) who knows what the next one's going to be. That's what we were saying yesterday is that religion just provides like meaning for people. You yeah. Need, you need that meaning, you know? Otherwise, you're lost without it. Uh, yeah, what is your. So, and that's the thing. It's, well, so, this is funny. I grew up so Christian and I used to watch movies. And if there was no God component, I'd like look up at my parents like, I don't understand this movie. How are they living without Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior? Like, so how weird. are they even <laughs> finding any meaning? Or they have never mentioned him, not even once. How can this even be a story? Who are these characters? That's bizarre. Because I was so, <laughs> like, yeah, sheltered and yeah. weird about, uh, just because my whole life is surrounded around this relationship with Jesus Christ, it was hard for me to imagine that people without that. Crazy. Yeah, well, and for, for me growing up, it was like, um, you know, like my, I remember my neighbors went to church all the time. Like the mom, the dad, and the two sons went to church all the time. And all my brothers and sisters always went to church with them. So by proxy, I went as well. How did you know they were going to church? Because they dressed up? Yeah. They were all just leaving the house as a group. They could have been going to Denny's. No, well, they were all leaving the house as a group. They were all going to the same place. I know because I went with them. Okay, okay. And um, it was one of those things, like, I would sit back and I would watch 
how people would like put their hands up in the air and the slang back and forth. You could tell there was some feeling there. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I was missing out on something. Like I never, I just never got that. You never got the feels from Jesus. Yeah, and I was like, what is that? And so I I was telling you earlier about the uh, paint can bead theory. Um, this is not mine. This is from a, a gentleman named Vashon Bench. Mm-hmm. So just to be clear, but basically he said that he he is his atheism is kind of like paint can beads uh, that are in a paint can. That he he had the super religious. He had like an Episcopal dad, preacher dad, who was like snake snakes and tongues and all that. Mm-hmm. And he says like all the pain is out of the paint can. Like the religion, he does not believe in. It. He's solidly an atheist, but those paint cans and beads are still in there. And every once in a while, you know, in the middle of the night, you're laying there and they'll shake around and. Oh, you mean like yeah. in a spray can? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. That's that's a great little image. Yeah, that's the leftover part of that, and that's what wakes you up in the middle right, of the night. Taking all the nitrous yes. out of the exactly. Right. <laughs> you okay. used all the huffing agents right. out of the spray paint can, exactly. and what's left is that. Yeah, I get that. And that is the bead of religion that sticks that with sticks you. Sticks with you, but I've never had that. You never had never. the bead. Never had well, it. How do you find spirituality now, not through I Christianity? Right? Don't. I don't. I don't know what that means. Spirituality, like, you know, your connection to, like, a higher being or, like, the yeah. things around you in a metaphysical way? No. Not at all. No, I have no idea what that mm-hmm. means. Yeah, I've never felt that. Like, I was sent to church early, like, when my, uh, I had an uncle die, and I was at the church, and everybody started saying the Lord's Prayer, and um, my sister looked at me, and she, <laughs> yeah. I don't even know it. And <laughs> I was, th- me either. I was just kind of going, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Yeah, and my sister was, you don't know the Lord's Prayer. And I'm like, oh, I never felt necessary to. Are you a science girl then? Are you all about science? Well, no, because I was raised in the South and girls are taught to be stupid. So I was, I got none of that. So to, 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 to backtrack, when you were in church with all those people and they're all singing things at the same time, didn't feel the feeling Mm-mm. like I just think I was that embarrassed but if there's 400 people and they're all singing the same song at the same time there is something there it's like being at a concert or something where you have this right. communal feeling because everyone's sort of experiencing the same thing at the same time and there's this external like what is that and I think some people call it God but it could just be everybody's singing the same note at the same time just everyone's I just mean, vibing it's the shared it's energy they're just vibing i was always um, embarrassed yeah i always remember standing back and being embarrassed and and like what curious like what are these people doing like yeah. th- if if i don't feel it what, what bullshit are they they're lying well yeah, yeah. And, and they might be pentecostals believe that you don't truly become a christian seek the holy spirit the holy spirit comes to you from the book of acts where when the, the Holy Spirit came down after Jesus was resurrected and everyone spoke in tongues. So they believe that if you don't speak in tongues, you haven't fully accepted the Holy Spirit. And therefore, people speak in tongues a lot because that's how you prove that you're one with, you know. Interesting. Th- so you have to do the. And they're like, oh, they're speaking in tongues. And then somebody like, just, oh, I can, I can translate Trample, this. I yeah. speak the God language. And then it becomes this it's sort culty. of. Right? That, but that's it's, very culty. But there's a reason behind it. Yeah. And it's. And it comes from the book of Acts, and it's like really the part yeah. that there's tongues that are spoken. I mean, were they in the story? Right, well, in the story, it was about um, when Jesus rose so up and he said, Okay, now you're going to spread it all out. Everybody go spread the word to everyone. And ev- the Holy Spirit entered them, and they all spoke in tongues, and they were other languages that they didn't know. So, like, send them off to the Romans or you could send them off to Italy or wherever I mean that's kind of like the Greeks whatever but, but real languages but real languages yeah. but were they because is the Bible just purely allegorical or is it a real story did it really I mean so that's when we get into funky things where hmm. some people believe it is a historical text that's a hundred percent true and some people go no great fiction <laughs> great science fiction yeah I mean it really is like a very well-written story there's, there's no. a lot of there's no. a lot of characters and element the development there. It just there's a lot of issues. That well, have you read Have you read Million Little Pieces by James Fry? That no. fake drug addict guy. Yeah. You know, disc, it's fake, but hey man, it's a great story. You know, I'm not gonna deny it. It's right. not real, but it's a pretty good story. Uh, <laughs> they call it um, 
uh, fictionalized memoir now. They came yes. up after that book had a big with Oprah, and he's like, he's lying. <laughs> I, I can't find that clip anywhere. That's the dress my white whale on the internet to mm. find Oprah bitching out James Fry for lying about <laughs> being an addict. Had, well, the, the whole book, people got all up in arms about it, and so Good they kind of started a new genre called fictionalized memoir hmm. so that you <laughs> can get away with not lying. having it be yeah. real. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so you get away with lying. That's fine. Yeah. But, you know, there are... built this altar my god that oh uh, right i remember that one hmm. well once i got older i understood about inner child why that was right uh, yeah and they could use so? lenses or um it would require um as as you read it you kept saying put more water on So it was yeah. magic. Uh, yeah, yes. see? Like we were saying, it's the first depictions of Jesus were with a wand. But this, this, was, a magician. this was something that they used Great to prove game. that God was real. And it was deceitful. It, uh-huh. was, it was science. Mm. <laughs> well, it's always science in well, the there end. Was yeah. I always thought that way about the parting of the Red Sea in the Old Testament when the Jews were escaping the Pharaoh and Moses was leading them into the new land. That's enough. And he parts the Red Sea. Well, Maybe it was low tide, or maybe there was some <laughs> weird like maybe there earthquake was a or something. Getting ready yeah. to happen. A tsunami getting ready to happen. It, it all got sucked out, away. and it's a they crossed and then it crashed in. That it could still been. wouldn't there be more people writing about it though? Wouldn't there be more people like, dude, this fool just split an ocean in half, but no one wrote anything down. Everyone was just like. That was crazy. Let's keep doing whatever we're doing. Well, maybe <laughs> they did, but th- I mean, they just don't have preservation—the preservation abilities that we have now. But we still have tablets from like the f- ancient kingdoms. Not many. Ancient not many. Yes. But not I feel many. like we would see at least one from like the plague or anything <laughs> corroborating anything. We have tablets anything. from well before uh, the Bible was written, well before the uh, came about, describing the great flood. That was the first thing that they taught in Noah's day. I think it was the first thing. Well, mm. the, fl- the flood, they say, with the Noah and the flood, that, that the ark still lives on Mount Ararat. Like that, that they found the ark, and it's on Mount Ararat. and they've, they Let us see it. Well, that's the thing, too, is that now with all of the uh, ice caps melting and everything, it, it should melt away, and we should be able to we see it. It should be yeah. there. Yeah. Um, Show me. Air Force pilots. Um, mm-hmm. Right, so th- I've seen, and I've seen, like, pictures. They say they've done, like, 3D imaging or, like, some kind of thing, but there it is atop oh, this mountain. I'm like excited. I, I, like I want to was. I want to see it, yeah. I think most of the Torah was legend. And that is the right, in the Old, Old Testament, Testament and the Torah are the same. On. Well, they're the, well, yeah, the a old, we share. Well, it depends on which, also, translations you go through. So you start... Right. New Testament was in Aramaic. What was the Old Testament in? What was being passed down? And when you change, every time you change linguistically from from you know from uh, language to language, or even now when we have the King James version, that's in English. But then you also have that the National the NIV version, and you have the LIV. You have all these different versions, and they change words around like crazy. Times if you think yeah. about um, the Greeks have like nineteen words for love. And then if you look at the word love and filial love, like brotherly love or like love, love. So just even etymologically, it seems silly that we're still working with it. Believing yeah. it. Like, oh, it's, it's been translated so many times, right? Yeah, like yeah. Yeah. so many times. But when you look at the basis of, of most of the script, in the original version of the script, but what has Right, yeah. right. Mm. To fall short of a goal isn't so such a terrible thing because that happens all the time. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, like well, every, every time we shit on stage, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was just lowered. That wasn't my goal. I've learned through <laughs> I've learned through times that uh, goals are like expectations, and it's better if you keep them low. <laughs> yeah. Because then, then it's like, oh, I succeeded. <laughs> 
my my list in the morning looks like it's like wake up, brush teeth, <laughs> I cross things out. I'm like, look, <laughs> I accomplished it. it. I woke up. <laughs> Yay! One thing crossed <laughs> off my list. <laughs> brush teeth. Okay. We I didn't spend it. too many spoons today. Yeah. It's <laughs> nice to wake up happy that you woke up. Yeah. <laughs> right. Wow. I just. What are, <laughs> what are the goals? I try to keep my goals like low because if I well, ever there have, really have been big days. Goals, <laughs> you know? Yeah. For me. This morning, my cat shit on the couch that I was sleeping on. While yeah. I was sleeping on. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, your cat is mad at you? No, I don't know why he did it. I just woke up, no, turned trust over, your and cat just fell onto the ground. <laughs> why? How long has it been anything? since you've seen this cat? It's been about, I guess, three, four months. He always, it acts like he doesn't remember me. He actually doesn't remember me. I picked him out of the shelter, and he's still, he's my dad's best friend. He doesn't remember me. Well, he's BS. mad at you. He that is definitely yeah, mad at you. Yeah, he's mad at me for something. He left. Yeah. yeah, and so now he's giving me the cold shot. He's found someone else. <laughs> found my and he's, poop, he's pooping. He'd be pooping. How old is he? It might be a health problem. No, he's young. He's like three? He's like oh, four yeah. now. Yeah, he's regular. Yeah, that's a fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. Catch I woke up and I was like, did I do that? <laughs> did Trust, I, I know no. bullshit. You I, I convinced my. Oh, dear Lord, you're oh. having him throw poop around. <laughs> that's, that's comical. They would play a frisbee with cow pies. Do you, believe, <laughs> do you believe cats have a soul? Aaron, do you believe cats have a soul? Yeah, I think cats have a soul. I think consciousness is their soul. That's what I think. That's why I think there's like the, the universal consciousness. We all have the same consciousness, different like brains and stuff. But cats have the same consciousness. Our one. Yeah, so it's not the ability to like process one. it the same way. So whales have consciousness. Yeah, have you seen a whale's eye? This morning, I was telling you about this. I, I, when I talk about shit that I see on Reddit, no one else has ever seen it. It's not interesting inherently. I get it. But on Reddit this morning, <laughs> I saw a, a fucking guy was like going up with this whale and just the whale's eye. I've never seen a whale's eye. It looks just like a human eye. Wow. Just, look, just looking dragging. around and shit. Mm, they're just dragging. They're, they're mammals. They're big, yeah. yeah. Thinking I think about everything is part of the consciousness. Even mm. like flies. Sure. Flies have consciousness. Yeah. yeah, but they just process it on such a low, quote unquote, lower level. I just but feel the world like is much smaller for them. I feel like humans have taken themselves out of the the natural flow of things, though. Haven't you we? You know though? what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I d I'm We've criminalized the nat natural life. I'm I'm really starting to kind of come around to the idea that we might actually be in that that what do they call it the sixth Simulation. extinction. Oh. Uh, phase on sixth the earth sixth extinction uh, there, there's a there's a theory that the earth has had people on it and we've gone extinct <gasps> or almost extinct almost six times no. oh i love this theory or i've never heard five this. times <laughs> and this is the sixth one well, coming oh i love that mm. i believe that we are the seventh species okay i prescribe to that first to that divs. they were first <laughs> but so so like there have archaeological so we're like not the um, first humans, but like so like the Neanderthals were a pre-incarnation of what we are. Right. Yeah. But they're completely different. We know that their bones and brains and stuff are completely different than but us. But they are. We have all been. I feel like I'm on an episode of Joe Rogan. <laughs> you do DMT. <laughs> <We> <laughs> <have> <laughs> I believe we are the seventh <laughs> species of man. <laughs> <laughs> we're the seventh. So, so you think there have been seven incarnations from like the first between Neanderthals and ones right. before and yeah. Damn. And so, like, what, every thousand years we're kind of all new anyways? I mean, I guess no. that makes sense. Even a hundred years because I, I saw that. beds. I was I saw some historical beds from, like, the 1900s in a house that was like, this is a house they lived in. And they were tiny. People yeah. were tiny. We have better nutrition. People were, like, oh, yeah. short. And t their beds were, like, like a, like a a regular man was, like, my size, like, five, five. The, they were small beds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was like, Napoleon How was not that? short. That was, and that was, like, nutrition in. Nutrition at, at yeah. Because when you are not able to sustain um, health, you cannot get the flow. Yeah. Right. That is why my grandfather was so thick. Oh, because he was a he, little he was a thick guy. Oh, mm. wow. So during the Depression or something? Um, I know he was. Oh, oh. okay. So well, that yeah, he was he probably a Depression baby. Yeah, he was born, yeah, he was born during yeah, the Depression. Sure. Yeah, my mom was born in 36, so. And my and, and my dad was just a few years older, and yeah. he served mm -hmm. in Nor Vietnam and, and Korea. So, 
I grew up vegan. My I grew up eating fucking couscous. I was supposed to be six two. I'm five <laughs> ten. I'm five ten, dude. Sucks. Quinoa, fucking quinoa, did it? Did I you grew up on a pig farm. I'm not farm. saying DNA doesn't play a factor. <laughs> it, yeah. But um, I'm saying that poor nutrition is not something. Definitely. And that's what's that's so sad. That's why I advocate for people to eat more plants. They yes. are the ones that are providing produce. Getting that they're the only ones getting the actual. And that's so important, just these, like, pouches in Africa, these little vitamin pouches have all these things. Sorry, go on. No, 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 y'all are right. No, I mean, you were talking about growing it, like, but on the other side of it, there's, like, I grew up on a farm uh, eating, um, you know, uh, chicken, fresh chicken and fresh mm. eggs off the farm. And my mm. mom, we had the pigs and stuff that we Me slaughtered. Too. So we're oh, we're little potato people. Like, we're all Irish. <laughs> and, like, we look like little potatoes. We're, and my brother used to describe the women in our family as stout, round, and close to the ground. Oh, yeah. Yep, <laughs> so we're little farm-working women. That's what we really are. Where, where in the south are you from? Right I'm from Rome, Georgia. Rome, Georgia. I mean, mm-hmm. isn't that, is that close to... Um, Close to Athens, I think. I know Athens. Mm, no, yeah, that's it's where about from. it's about three hours north. Okay, yeah, three or four hours north. Yeah. My my buddy's my buddy's father uh, was a professor at the college in Athens, Georgia. Yeah. Whatever that is. Uh, UG, UG, right? Yeah. He, was a, he was a professor B-52s. of theoretical chemistry. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? What is theoretical <laughs> chemistry? I look at his books sometimes. He's like. I w- my friend Charlie would be like, he wrote this book, and I'm like looking at it. Like, this <laughs> is like, this is this not makes English. No words. No These are English <laughs> words, but it it doesn't make any sense at all. They're just it's numbers. Yeah. You know, when you said know. that uh, you had asked if I was a science person, I should I should say that I w- I didn't try to educate myself during my primary years, but yes, I am, and uh, like I will go with the best <laughs> science of the moment. Did you just burn your God, eyelash just off? Blue fucking just. <laughs> I just blew smoke weed, weed ash into my eye. Oh my god! That's some farm effect right there. Yeah, You'll get never get up. Corona. That, that better get me so faded. <laughs> I will not crossfade the yeah. the key right into I, your eye. I'm, I'm sorry, but you're your science person. You do science stuff now, or are you? Well, uh, no, I'm just saying that. Yeah, I'm, I try to go with the best science that's available to us as consumers right. that I can. I mean, yeah. I'm not. I read MSN. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I'm not exactly creation. a research scientist. I'm not going to say, yeah, no, I didn't go for that sort of education. So. I believe in 